1: Hello and welcome to the EDH Rec Room, a place where we lean back for a bit more casual discussion about Commander. I'm joined as always by my fantastic co hosts, Matt. How's it going, man?
0: You know, Joey, I, I child-proofed my house, but uh, somehow the kids are still getting in and I, I I don't know how I feel about that. Didn't do a very good job. Awesome stuff. And Dana, what's up?
2: I am just kicked back, relaxing, enjoying this three or four hour window we have here until the next set comes out.
1: Oh, man. Well, by 2022, it'll be a one to two hour window. So anyway, we're here uh, just chatting because there was some news yesterday. The Rules Committee made an announcement. Yeah, they they made a a couple of announcements technically. And also real quick, I want to shout out, we will have a small announcement at the end of
0: this episode. So teaser for later, but let's get into the main topic. Yeah, well, I mean, the the one that matters, the one that's going to affect people. So Kristen, Emily, Boros Aficionado. I mean, she makes all sorts of content. And uh, Elizabeth Rice, um, both were named to the uh, Commander Advisory Group, the CAG. That's the announcement that I cared about. They're both awesome voices for the community, both fun people, friends of the podcast. Yeah, they're on the CAG now. And that's, uh, I think that's pretty swell news.
1: That's really cool news. That's really, really great.
0: Something else did happen,
1: but, like, congrats to Kristen. Congrats to Ellie of the Veil. Vale. We've been angeled out by Kristen and memnarked by Ellie, so this is uh, an awesome time. Yeah, fantastic, and they both uh, really deserved that as well, so I'm glad to see it. Okay, so there was also a banning announcement. Sayonara to Holebreacher. Breacher is banned. The 3-2 merfolk pirate that was preventing opponents from drawing cards and turning their loss into your treasure tokens. Girl, bye. Uh, It's gone. No longer will I wait in fear when someone says, I'm going to cast a whole breach and I'm waiting to see whether they add the er. (laughs) It made it less than a year. And you know what? It shows up in 23,000 decks, like 18% of decks that have been built in the time since its release that can play it. 18% of them are playing it. And a ban has an impact on those 23,000 plus players who were running it, but... But it has an impact on the opponents of those 23,000 players too, you know? And, uh, we can just talk about how we feel about that. But, um, (laughs) as Matt may have already hinted at, it's some positive feelings here.
2: We're gonna, we're gonna pass the, uh, the feeling stick to Matt and he can, it's not his turn to share to the group.
0: (laughs) Oh, uh, I mean, I have no strong feelings. Like, whole breacher was a card that, I mean, we typically play together. The, like, a majority of my games are on stream, Twitch.tv/slash/edhretcast. EDH If is. you haven't heard, there it is. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I own exactly one whole Breacher. I think I've cast it twice. Just the, it, it, never fit the type of games that I like going for. Like, we never played it in any of our decks. Like, I don't have a bunch of experience with it. Like, I can see it and and see that it's an, el- an unhealthy card because of the direct parallels to Leovold. Was it worthy of getting banned? I don't know. I don't have strong feelings either way, but like I trust the rules committee and the CAG and their input on it. It doesn't affect me a whole lot, to be honest.
2: No, that, that that's a good point because I've made the comment before about how the game of Commander as experienced by content creators isn't necessarily exactly the same one as experienced by non-content
0: creators. 1,000%, absolutely, Mm. yeah.
2: For a whole lot of different reasons. You know, people play differently against someone they know from a show they listen to or there's observers around you watching you play and that affects how – other people who aren't used to that might play games. People might come at you a little bit harder than normally would because they want to say they beat somebody on, you know, this or that show. They might go easier on you than normal because they, you know, don't want to beat the person they listen to, whatever. Um, there's a lot of little things that I think subtly change how the game gets played and, and how we experience it. And that's another example of it. None of us just play Help Reacher, And by and large, nobody we have played with on stream for the last year has played either. Um, Of the, you know, probably 100-ish games we've played on stream, I don't know if I saw it cast a single time, whereas since I've been back playing in my LGS, um, now that I've got my vaccine the last, you know, six or eight weeks, I've seen it a couple times. So, I, I, I do think that that's a good point the experience we have doesn't necessarily match up with the experience people that don't make content have with some cards out there, because I think for yeah. whatever
0: reason, a lot of content creators just mm-hmm. don't run that card. Well, and and I think too, the ban list really isn't for us three. Yeah. For example, yes, like we, sure. we, 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 like we've had enough rule zero conversations, whether on camera, off camera, whatever that we, we all have a pretty good understanding of like what we're looking for. Um, we talk with the folks that we have on the stream, all that. Like, we all know what to expect with the games, but like the band list isn't for us. Like the people that are invested, like we are. The band list is for you know Timmy and Johnny going to their first Magic Fest, their first Commander Fest, whatever n- next year, and they sit down with complete strangers who they've never had a conversation with. the The band list is for those people to help kind of get a, a good understanding and cultivate an expectation of what their first experience is going to be like. That's what the ban list is for. It's for the people who have never played games together before. So we don't really need the ban list. Like like we've pointed out, the banning is not going to affect us all that much, but it's banned for the people that it will affect.
1: I a great example of this is that um, I was really excited when Turgard came out, which has a similar ability when you do wheelie stuff. Um, And Matt made it very clear that Turgard is just not the type of game that he's going to enjoy. So immediately I was just like, yeah, you know what? I don't need to play that. I got other folks that I can play against. That's cool. But like Turgard don't. Yeah, like it's just a a point of that. Like, yeah, the the baseline of uh, guiding a dynamic between strangers who sit down for a game together is I, I feel like this is a good addition to that guide is how I feel. And actually, Matt, there was a moment in one of our episodes recently um, when we were talking about cards we don't really play you mentioned that you had a whole preacher in exactly one deck where you're not even playing with wheels because you don't want to exploit the things that make that card good but man the whole time that you were saying that during that episode in the back of my mind I was like I don't care screw that card because that's just sort of how I feel about it (laughs) and so like I'm I am not sorry to see the back of it and basically I think that's probably going to be the general tenor of what we're hearing from folks who are responding to the banning Um, the tone that we've seen mostly online has been Folks being like, okay, not the, don't let the door hit you on the way out. That's kind of been the yeah. good riddance has like been an overwhelming response here, and I'm just gonna add my voice uh, to to that pile because that's that's how I feel. Like, bye, Felicia. I am not sorry to see the back of that thing.
0: Well, and, and to, to reiterate what Dana said, like, I know my experience is not comprehensive. It is not indicative of like the, the greater experience at large. Like, I'm sure there are playgroups where this card was absolutely a problem. Um, if it weren't, then I don't think it would have been banned. So, yeah, it, I I know it's a silly, insane card. And like, like you said, Joey, like I built around that card because I didn't want to exploit it. I didn't feel good about that. Um, it's a powerful card. It's a cool card. Um, but I, yeah, I, it does zero things that like I enjoy doing.
1: Right. Like like my metric is I also play commander against my family. And I'm like, is this a card that I'm going to play against my family? The answer is no, because I want them to have fun. And I don't think that that card would be conducive to that. Um, one thing I think that's kind of interesting about it and, and probably
2: contributes a little bit to why it was a problem is because like, there are some cards where they're definitely problematic to play or cause issues or cause feel bads and it's super obvious that, like, there's no convincing yourself otherwise, the way Hull Preacher works, you can kind of tell yourself you're just making the game fair. I'm just running this to keep that person from doing something. And I'm sure that actually happens. Like, I'm sure there are people that run it just because they have a friend who draws a lot of cards or plays a lot of wheels and they want to have a way to answer that. That absolutely is a thing that occurs, but I, I would wager there's also plenty of situations where somebody runs it and it does cause game state issues, but they either aren't aware because they think they're using it defensively or they've convinced themselves they're using it defensively. So I, I think it's one of those cards that, like, lets you kind of mislead yourself a little bit about the impact it's having on the game you're actually in.
1: Right. It still has collateral damage associated yeah. with it, even if it does keep stuff in check. The collateral damage is like, that's that's a problem. And I don't like that collateral damage. I thought it was too big.
0: Yeah, it, it might be keeping one person in check, but it also keeps the other two people on that four person pod from catching back up, maybe. So, yeah, you're right. Like, it, it does more than just stop the one person that you might be playing it at the time to, to stop. There's there's a lot going on with the card.
1: And the Rules Committee also has, you know, stated like there are sort of signpost bannings about this, but there is a dynamic that's different between Hole Breacher and Narset Parter of Veils, which has a draw restriction, but is also like attackable with your very own commander right there from the command zone. And a dynamic that's different than notion thief which has an additional color stapled on and you know there 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 are different dynamics but like they're keeping their eyes on those and honestly the entire thing is just kind of funny to me because remember when commander legends released and everyone said that opposition agent and jeweled lotus were the problems (laughs) like i get that they've got aspects that aren't crazy to them but comparatively i feel like cold breacher is the much bigger sin
0: Uh, Well, those people also said doom whisperer needed to be banned before it was legal so like (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I like that the, the rules committee lets people play with cards to actually experience them because yeah, we've seen sure. time and time again, uh, th- just because a card looks powerful doesn't always mean it's executed in that way.
1: Like, power isn't the only metric that's used for banning something. It would be a game of whack-a-ball if they were to try and ban for power. Hole Breacher just is kind of a fun vacuum. It turns the fun into a zero-sum game, and it also happens to be powerful. But that negative impression is so much the bigger issue. And to get kind of uh,
2: theoretical about it, I guess, here, the the thing that I keep wondering is, Leovold was obviously a problem very quickly and they knew why Leovold <laughs> was a problem. Like yeah, the, yes. the the abusive things that happened with Leovold became obvious very quickly, even if it was perhaps somehow missed in development. Um That problem reared its head very fast and it got banned. And they've made two more of them. Um <sighs> yeah. and, and they're slightly different versions, you know, I, I guess they tweaked the formula a little bit, but- I, I'm genuinely curious like what happens in these design meetings where someone's like, oh, this card that everybody hates it got banned, let's try it again and let's try the third time. I, yeah. That I don't understand, I'm not sure what the demand is for this effect that very clearly is going to be abused in a way that's going to cause terrible game states. I just don't know why they keep going back to that well.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, this this is my my big thing. This is sort of the important meat of the conversation to me, to be honest. Like, is banned. That's news, but we're kind of like, the world will move on from it. But this is the thing that, like, I don't personally trust Wizards of the Coast to not have the same problem again in the future. And watch, next time it will be green and it'll have, like, hexproof or sure, something. Sure, right. <laughs> but, like, Holbreacher stuff occurs when design is too focused Unlimited gameplay environments because the Commander Legends draft environment had the Monarch in it. Like, that's what Leopold was there in conspiracy doing. It messed with the Monarchy during conspiracy drafts. Holbreacher was after that same mission. You mess with the Monarch, which isn't a huge issue in the context of that limited environment, but that slim focus doesn't factor in how the card functions in the greater context of EDH, where shutting down draws and at instant speed is just as boring as watching paint dry. Like-
0: but I... I think they've learned their lesson from that too. I I since conspiracy came out with with Leovold and in interviews post Commander Legends, like Gavin Vary said, "Oh yeah, like we we're gonna stop doing things like this. Like we pushed it too much." So I think they're they're finally getting those lessons down. Um, I think it's just taking a while, just in the design process, the cycle, for us to actually see those lessons being being executed.
1: I, I really hope so. It's just like, you know, Hogak and Modern was an issue of the numbers being tuned to the wrong dials, but the idea itself was really cool, and that card could have been fixed with tweaks to its base stats. Holbrook at its core is just a fundamentally misguided concept, in my opinion, even when you would tweak its stats. Like, it's a far cry from a card like Crafty Cutpurse, which at least had the dignity to only steal opponent stuff for the one turn that it entered the battlefield, you know?
0: Yeah. well, and, and I think it's also worth noting that a lot of people just say like, well, Sheldon Mennery, who he's kind of the, the chairman of the rules committee, he just hates <laughs> playing these types of cards. He he hates this X, Y, Z. But like Sheldon tweeted out today, uh, the day of the announcement, like, no, like I would totally play Leovold every day at my LGS if I could, if it were legal. Um, but I also know that the health of the f- format takes precedence over my personal satisfaction. It's so like <laughs> Sheldon's banned cards. He likes playing like I love Sylvan Primordial. Uh, I don't think it should be unbanned ever. <laughs> and so like, yeah, like as much as you enjoy the thing, like you can still recognize like it's not good for the game. Right. And and that's something that like I really appreciate Sheldon coming out and and several of the CAG members. Like they're kind of saying like, yeah, it probably wasn't great for the format. I didn't mind it, but I'm not going to be sad it's gone. Like it's nice that we're getting a lot of communication from the rules committee, uh, the CAG, etc.,
2: Yeah, the 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 RC and the Keg, especially in in every comment I saw, even the couple of folks who thought they were they they were not in favor of the banning were still like, but I get it. (laughs) Like like no one no one seemed confused why this card got
1: banned. It was very clear. Like yeah, I didn't think it was that big of a problem, but I totally understand. So so here's a cheeky question for you guys: If Hole Breacher had been a white card. Which, like, you know, Spirit of the Labyrinth and several other white cards have established that Holebreacher's ability is usually a lot more at home in white, but, you know, Watsy does color pie things as they do. But if Holebreacher had been a white card, do you think it would have been banned? Um, I, I don't think so. Um, yeah. and I think we've seen that
2: the RC is willing to let powerful cards go if they're, if they don't show up very much. I think if, um, and this is an extreme example, but like, I think if Tabernacle at Pendrel vale was a $5 card, it would be banned. Mm. But because it's a $5,000 card, and <laughs> that, that might be literally correct. Um, it, it doesn't show up anywhere. It doesn't ever get played so it isn't banned because it, it's functionally irrelevant to causing problems to game states. I think to a degree that would be true of Hellbreacher if it was white, because the problems with Hellbreacher are almost exclusively with wheel decks and you would eliminate it from any of the Grixic wheels, Grixis wheel stuff, any of the um is it wheel stuff. So it would be the kind of thing that, you know, okay, being a four or five color wheel deck, I guess it would be an issue, but I just think it would show up in the most problematic ways way less frequently.
0: Yeah. I, think i agree i taking the effects and putting it out of or taking it out of the command zone like it was with leovold i i think if you're going to find a way to abuse those types of cards you're going to do it no matter what um whether it's you shift away from grixis and you play four color you play a partner deck instead
1: right there's Jess guy wheel decks yeah sure
0: yeah yeah like if they're they're definitely like there were going to be decks that were going to be built to abuse it no matter what the color was um so i don't i don't know if it would have been banned if it were white or not. But again, like I, I am torn on the banning, but I also – I'm not going to fight at all. I, I think you then eliminate those
2: accidental problems where like, hey, I'm playing merfolk and I'm also running, you know, some random wheel because I, I want to refill my hand and I happen to have two in my hand at the same time and I'm going to hose the entire table. Um, I think it, it would by and large eliminate those kind of things, I think. So, you're looking at mm-hmm. then people that are intentionally doing it. And that becomes a much easier thing to dodge usually than people who are accidentally causing issues with games because they happen to have, you know, a bunch of wheels and help reacher. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think those accidental discoveries of powerful interactions like that, like, I think that's kind of what makes Commander. Like, if it only happens once every 50 games, I, that that's very different than happening, like, then that being the goal of the deck. Yeah, for sure. Like, I've, I've accidentally discovered a, a near-infinite synergy... I mean, probably with every single deck that I've built at some point and whether I kept it in or not um, was another story. But it, like, I, I think that's kind of what makes commander commander because you do get to stumble upon those types of interactions.
1: I think at the end of the day for me, the lesson is that next time that Wizards of the Coast makes a multiplayer and commander focused set, especially if it's got the monarch in it, I hope that you know this has been a lesson learned and that we're able to look more expansively at the commander ban list and see what happened the last time from the multiplayer sets and just internalize the lessons that have been established. And also at the end of the day, I know that we've had a lot of waffling about this, but like really the good news for us is that like Ellie and Kristen are on the cag. Like, honestly, let's bring it back around to that because that's really awesome.
0: Yeah, they're, they're both wonderful voices, great people to follow. So if if you want to upgrade your your Twitter follows, give them both a glance because yeah they're're they're, they're both just great people. I enjoy um my interactions with them, and it's just awesome to have their voices in the the place that it will be now
1: I will third all of that and so now let's get into that announcement that I teased a little bit earlier. do y'all remember the salt scores on edh rec where we have run the polls of uh you know the cards that folks in the community don't really like playing a whole lot against and we just had a bunch of folks voting for cards that make them feel salty or that they do or do not like playing against. Y'all remember those? Well, they will be coming back in honor of the departure of the dear departed whole Breacher. We will be running the salt scores again in early August. So keep your eyes peeled on the front pages of EDHREC in early August because we're going to be running those salt scores again and then we can have a whole bunch of new data. And I am willing to bet so much money that if Hole Breacher had not been banned and we ran those salt polls... That it would be like a four on that salt scale <laughs> by the time that got around to finishing the voting.
2: Yes, it absolutely would would have been one of the higher ranking cards, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, it, it it would not have been a very um, the the score would not have been very savory. A sa- <laughs>
1: <laughs> well played, Matt. This guy's got jokes. So
0: that that's a food food joke for you because salt. <laughs>
1: I love it. I love it. Okay, I think that that's going to have us uh, piecing out of this rec room, but it was nice to lean back, chat a little bit casually about this. Whole Preacher's gone. New members on the CAG. Look out for those salt scores in August. It will be a lot of fun. And um, guys, let's shuffle up and play some Commander. What do you say? Let's do it. Sounds good.